Hey there, NFT Curious listener. Today's episode is one of an incredible series we're sharing from our visit to DecentralCon Miami in Art Basel from November 30th through the first week of December 2021. Keep listening for exclusive access to conversations we had with key leaders in NFT, tech, and culture. These sessions cut right from what hot interview to the next without much chatter in between to give you the feeling of being there and listening in on various key conversations. We'll introduce our guests as they enter. Enjoy. And remember, NFTLA is coming up March 28th to the 30th. It will be an unforgettable experience featuring the creme de la creme in the NFT space. Head on over to nftla.live to get your tickets as early as possible for the best pricing. And if you or someone you know wants to partner with us to co-create this special, unforgettable experience, there are still opportunities to get involved. They're also going fast. So please reach out at contact at edgeofnft.com. Welcome to the Edge of NFT with your hosts, Jeff Kelly, Ethan Janney, and Josh Krieger. The podcast that brings you the top 1% of NFTs today and what will stand the test of time. We explore the nuts and bolts and the business side, and also the human element of how NFTs are changing the way we interact with the things we love. This podcast is for the dreamers, disruptors, and doers who are pumped about this ecosystem and driving where it goes next. So this next session features James Lawrence, CEO of Nifty Labs, NFTY Labs, a blockchain studio and incubator for the next generation of NFT technology. James, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's really great to have you here. And we'd love for you to take a minute too, just to expound a little bit about who you are and Nifty Labs before we launch into some questions. Cool. Yeah. So um, Lawrence, most people call me like Digital Lawrence. Been on crypto Twitter since I think 2017. Background in crypto is I was like kind of a private investor and then moved into kind of like a public commenter, I guess you could say. Did the conference circuit in 2017, 18 and 19, mostly overseas. Spent about two years in Asia. Got back to America right before COVID hit and been in America since. And at the end of 2020 last year, we, me and our team decided to launch Nifty Labs. And it was kind of prompted by, we thought NFTs were going to be really big. And we had like a general based product we wanted to build that people wanted. So we just started building that. And it's been about a year process. And we've just tried to expand it the best we could over the past year. That's amazing, man. Question on that. Was there a moment like that you can point to where you said, this was like the trigger for me seeing what's possible with NFTs? I hate to say it, but I feel like with most most things in crypto, it's most of the time when you see like the money, you know, that's happening, you're like, okay, something's happening here. And I remember with DeFi summer, I had a buddy in Osaka, Japan at ETH DevCon telling me like, oh, DeFi is going to be massive, like Uniswap. And this was like right before it came out. And I was like, that's cool. (laughs) Didn't listen, missed out on like, you know, 10 million X gains. And then, you know, the same group of people were like, hey, NFTs are going to be big. And I'm like, okay, you can't make the same mistake twice. (laughs) Like, hopefully not. I wasn't as fast moving as other people on it. But near the end of 2020, I saw a lot of projects starting to launch NFTs and things like that. And I've seen it like evolve and I'm sure you have too over the past year. Like it's grown like pretty, I guess it's matured rapidly, like the whole market. But I guess it was just kind of the same people that were saying, don't miss DeFi. We're like, don't miss NFT. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. And (laughs) I just started kind of doing research going down the rabbit hole. Totally, man. Yeah. It's tough, man. The, uh, yeah, those moments, but they're learning moments, right? Like 
it happened with DeFi. They're, hum- in- they're humbling. And humbling <laughs> yeah, I mean, in life, there's a lot of things you can miss out on too, right? I mean, pursuing one thing, you miss out on others. We called our podcast The Edge of NFT. I think I speak for us all when we feel like we're just riding like this crazy wave. You, you don't always, you don't, you never know what's coming next, right? But that philosophy of the best way to predict the future is to create it, right? And then that's, that's part of what you're doing and what we're doing. So that's a good sign, right? Yeah, on that note, I guess, tell us about how the idea came together for Nifty Labs and how you kind of assembled the team for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so pretty much somebody was saying, hey, there needs to be a Discord server that you could only join if you own an NFT. So one of my buddies, he's a developer, and I was like, how quick can we build this? You know, like, how quick can we, like, spin it up, like, make something happen? And he was like, I don't know, maybe two weeks. And I was like, okay, let's do it. This was, like, last October. Yeah. And we had, like, a general, like, basic beta that would always break out in like three weeks and then we were like okay this is like kind of crap how can we make it better and we started like kind of putting it on twitter we were going to call it like the nifty dow we wanted to make like a dow of like all the big nft projects but then we realized like the whole market's moving so quick it's hard to like get 10 projects on the same page like towards a singular goal so we're like okay we'll just do it ourselves because we were going to try to involve more people and then we hired another guy and then we started growing the team and we just started putting the product out there and more and more communities were like, this is cool. This like token gated discord is awesome. Can you do telegram? And we're like, yeah, that's cool. And then they were like, can you token gate protect- protected links? We're like, yeah, we could do that. And then like kind of the general concept of like token gating or like verifiable, I guess, authentication mm-hmm. through digital assets was like, okay, that could be like the next big thing where, mm-hmm. you know, you can get whitelisted into things just based upon the digital assets you own. Kind of mm-hmm. similar to like, you know, if you have like a, the way we think about it is like, if you have like an American Express black card in the eighties, you could probably like do anything you wanted. We're saying that like NFTs can serve as digital like keys to unlock like new worlds. Totally. It's so interesting how that one feature, if you will, has unlocked so many elements of community right, mm-hmm. that underlies what's happening in NFTs right now. To be able to do that, all the utility that's being tied in, you know, you think of you know, vFriends as a great example, yep. right, that launched with this idea in mind that we can do so much more with these things. But you need the tools, the underlying tools to yep. unlock this capability. That's amazing. Yeah. And it, it almost makes me think you've got these password managers, right? Like, oh, I've got to log into this site. I got to log into this. I got to log into this site. If you just have one password for your MetaMask and all those sites just recognize your NFTs, man, password managers got to make a run for their money there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's like 100% what we're thinking is like in the future, like each NFT will serve as like your username, password to different services. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, you know, Netflix, you pretty much put in your credit card and have to create a username and password. Which is cool because fiat is helpful at times, you know, banking and debit cards, like you really can't live without them at this point. But there's also like some drawbacks to like giving people your personal identified information, like username, password, email, there's data leaks, things like that. And as a consumer, you miss out on like any growth that company has of you being like a 10 year Netflix subscriber. So like the way we're thinking about it is like you could just mint like a yearly NFT for Netflix and that could, you just web connect. And if you own that yearly subscription NFT, let's say it's valid for 2022, then essentially at any time you can cancel your membership and sell it on the open market. Yes. And then if Netflix decides to bake any rewards into like that web three community, then it's possible you can participate in some of Netflix's upside. Cause right now it's like so separated from like 
if you own Netflix stock and you're a Netflix subscriber, mm -hmm. there's no crossover. You get yeah. no benefit besides seeing the movies. So the way we see it, it's like NFTs allow you to like kind of fractionalize brand ownership in the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very cool. We had Yohei, I forget his last name at the moment, who created this Pixel Beast project. He's a programmer. Are you familiar with him? I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. He created, just he's a programmer, so you knew how to do it. Something he spun up quickly, reminiscent, right? But not so complex as Discord. But you own an NFT, you get into a private chat community. Like, yep. period. It's, yep. and, and these type of things are so simple. Pixel Beast. Um, right? Pixel Beast, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, before Pixel Beast, he did that project. Yeah. That's, oh, that's right, analog right. with it. In terms of like the process, right? Where do you see yourselves in terms of, you know, you've gotten through beta. Where are you in the sort of launching process of what you guys have going? We actually like launched kind of our first product in real life this week because it's been mostly remote team, you know, and like everything we're doing with people is like remote. And But uh, we decided to launch our Web3 ticketing today or yesterday at the conference. And we're doing it today as well. So essentially it's like a simple thing where you connect your wallet, we verify you own a specific digital asset. And then from there, we can whitelist you and we generate you a one-on-one -on -one ticket that's off-chain. And you could take that ticket to get into an event, right, in the future. So essentially, you can whitelist any PFP project to get into Coachella if they wanted to make that agreement. Once we verify that your wallet has the required digital asset, we can generate you a one-on-one -on -one ticket. And then we can scan you in at the door and we built that end to end. And essentially what that does is allows you to sh prove that people not only claimed a ticket, but they also showed up. And then we also have their wallet pseudo anonymously linked to their attendance. So essentially we know what wallet address showed up. So for today and yesterday, essentially you connect your wallet to niftyconnect.com. You walk by the booth, you show us your one of one QR code that was generated. We scan you in, you're on the airdrop whitelist. Oh, nice. So it's like a new, it's like just a kind of a new way because there's other people way to do NFT ticketing, but we felt like that is a bit complicated to ask people to like move digital assets outside the door of a conference, you know, especially limited Wi-Fi, things like that, security risks. You don't want people like walking around with like their CryptoPunk board ape on a phone, you know, at night in front of a club. We thought it was like a better solution to actually just generate them an off-chain delegated ticket that says like, hey, this like paper ticket that you're getting represents that at home on your hardware, you own this digital asset. And so when it hits their account, because we've actually been dealing with this as we're thinking about our event coming up in February, NFTLA. So let us do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's so interesting, right? So we do have some NFTs out there. It's like a select group of yep. folks for which uh, it's called a spirit seeds and they get a VIP ticket as mm -hmm. part of these. There's only a hundred of them, right? So it's a, okay. it's a really small group, right? We've been talking about how, how do we get them the freaking tickets, right? In a way that makes sense. Because if you drop it on chain and it's like the QR code you're using to check in, it's accessible, it's yep. transparent. Anybody could use it, right? Yep. You know, So it's like, how do you do that? And this is a solution for that. Say you have those hundred NFTs that you want to like whitelist into the event. You would essentially build a token gate or a ticket gate on Nifty Connect. It takes like five minutes. You essentially just put the contract of the address you want to whitelist for the NFT. And then essentially there's like custom parameters you can do, but on the base level, that's it. And then you would just have like an Eventbrite style page, right? And then it's like, hey, these tickets are available for 500 and you know maybe Ethereum or, or Fiat. Or if you have one of these NFTs, click here and then we'll authenticate your wallet. And it's like loading one second, we like ping a node, make sure like the person has it. Then we'll snapshot that wallet to make sure they don't send it to their friend to go get another ticket, right? right. So you got to make sure, you know, it doesn't just f change hands a million times. That's the big thing. Right? So we snapshot it, 
check their wallet, generate the ticket, and then we can associate that this wallet had this NFT on this date, this NFT can't be like reused, and essentially your ticket's locked in, and then you're given a generative, essentially a PNG file, that's just a one-on-one NFT, non-NFT, but I guess you could say gasless, you know, it's, a, it's an image file, sure. and you just show up with that. Now, like the next step is essentially you could turn those into NFTs in like layer two as a commemorative ticket, but there's problems with like putting a QR code that is for you only on the blockchain right. before the event because people will be like, okay, got that. I use my ticket. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. So maybe we, yeah, maybe we have a, uh, a spirit seat check-in at NFTLA, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Custom. I, I definitely think we're going to be adding like a little layer of icing on that particular VIP access, right? Of you course. Know? Yes. 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 There will be a lot of good news. <laughs> okay. so that's Sign cool. Me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll definitely circle back on that. And that's um, in February. Yeah, yeah, February twenty second to twenty fourth. Actually, we and it sounds crazy that we didn't know it, but we were we were picking a date. We picked February twenty second. You know, Ethember's going on the week mm. before. Mm-hmm. We we're trying to find a good date. We had some other dates on the calendar. And it's two, 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 two. So, no. you know, we got the angel number. Had that's no, perfect. No clue about it, right? It just happened to be the two, case. Two. Yeah, yeah and we're like, wait a, a minute, guys. <laughs> this is great. So, yeah, that's the that's the launch date. Cool. Um, very exciting. Up in LA? Yeah, in LA. Yeah, in Santa Monica. So really all you have to do really to get in is be able to say the right number of twos. Not one less, <laughs> yeah. or one more. <laughs> yeah, it's I have to think quite about difficult. it. That's the game. <laughs> two, two, I just, two, I just two. say a bunch of twos. Yeah, <laughs> stop at some point. That's it. So, what category? categories of NFT are you most interested in right now? Like, what are you watching? What do you think is cool? I'm fascinated by the PFP projects. You know, it's just like watching a project, you know, there's a couple of projects that everybody knows about that just went from like zero to like hero in like six months that are like crossing over into mainstream, like cover of magazines. And it's like, wow. So that's super fascinating. And it's like kind of fascinating to see like how many collections can reach into that tier, you know, like can there only be two? Can there be five? Can the industry support 50? I think I think that's going to serve as like a good gauge on like how rapid like we can get new people into this industry, which is like how many tier A projects can it support? So like watching that, that's super cool. I keep hearing photography NFTs are supposed to blow up in 2022. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, I keep seeing that on Twitter, like all these different people like, Trust me, like Gary Vee even said it. I think, yeah, I swear. I saw Gary Vee say it in like some like pop-up thing on Twitter. He's like, trust me, photography NFTs are what's coming. So that's interesting, you know, because that's, I personally think one of the reasons why NFTs have blown up so much is the profile pictures. It makes people feel like a part of community. It, it gives people like kind of a, a digital home, a home base, like someone you can associate with. Like, you know, it's like all being in the same high school or sports team or things like that. There's like shared camaraderie, but I find those the most fascinating. There's some really cool, like one of ones, like just amazing, like digital artists. And then there's some that are like kind of like a little more financially motivated. Like they have like NFTs that have essentially other assets like underneath them, right? Like, and you know, like how Uniswap is using NFTs to represent your LP position now. So, like, there's some ways to use NFTs like directly with like financial motives, like attached, like either like underlying liquidity incentives or things like that. But I like the PFPs the best right now because yeah. it's just like one of our guys on our team, he he bought a board ape like right when they came out pretty much or like in the first month or something pretty early. Right. And he wears this like hoodie, board ape hoodie. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and we'll just like be anywhere. And it's like, and the, you know, we're in like the lobby of the hotel. Some dude's like, shout out board ape. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, you know, like yes. it, it crosses over and you don't see that if you're wearing, I mean, sometimes maybe years ago, but you don't see that with like a Bitcoin t-shirt or like mm-hmm. an Ethereum t-shirt these days. No one's like, shout out Bitcoin, you know? 
these are like pretty strong communities. So I like that. Yeah, it's pretty special, I think. And it, one of the things we always talk about, the meta function of what's happening right now, there may not be for some projects a ton of utility behind them. Yeah. Others more so, but generally speaking, not. But they're a lot of fun Yep. and it attracts people into the space. Yep. Gets them interested, they start learning about it and then they go down the rabbit hole yep. and there's no stopping it once you've done that. So that that's what we look at. And yeah, it's fun. Fun matters, you know? So. Yeah. No, it definitely does. I think NFTs, this conference is a lot funner than like, like just a crypto conference in like 20, I mean, maybe because it's like a bull market, you know, I'm thinking back to like the yes. bear market conferences, but the NFT crowd's like a whole new crowd. Yeah. It's not like the same crypto crowd. It's there's, it's almost a whole parallel community. And you yeah. may, there is crossover, but not as much as you would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely evolving. And, you know, yeah. when we think of evolution, I guess, in your mind for Nifty Labs, like what are the next steps, man? Where are you guys going from here? Well, a couple of things. We kind of see it as like we have like a traditional side of our company and then kind of like a smart contract side of our company, you know? So we have like traditional kind of web products and like mobile apps coming out and things like that, kind of all related to authentication of digital assets and like the use cases for them. So that's kind of like what we've been working on really hard, trying to like hit scale. Cause we've talked to a lot of big brands and even big crypto companies that want to utilize us. And we're like, okay, we can't handle 40,000 person event, like check-in right now, you know? So just focused on like scaling that up. But then on the, on the other side, like we first launched an entity with uh, 400, I think 40 NFTs when we first launched last year. And essentially those have turned into like early access to our core early community. Yeah. So that like whitelist them into all our product suite. And then, you know, earlier this summer, we launched the Nifty token, which essentially is going to, what's well, a cool thing. Essentially it's going to turn into like an access to earn economy. Mm-hmm. Similar to like play to earn. We're kind of copying that a bit. I'll admit right. it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so essentially you get rewarded for access and like the whole like kind of token side of the company is starting to go pretty good. Like our staking platforms have like, you know, 80% of all the supply staked and, and then we're going to turn that into a mechanism where essentially you can burn your token and, and get back the NFT. So we're going to do like, like kind of exotic, like NFT yes. token things in the future. So just kind of like heads down grind until the end of the year. And then like next year, try to roll out this product suite, like even bigger. It's an exciting path. You know, one thing I know the founder of ID, he's a fellow West Point. Okay. Shout yep. out West Point, beat Navy. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, awesome guy. And I look at everything they've done with ID. It started with just creating verification of, veterans and Mm. uh, first responders and whatnot for discounts, any number of different locations, right? And it's grown into this massive thing where people are plugging it even to governments now for uh, different ID functions. It's clearly going to go the direction of NFTs, Mm. right, in the future. And, um, you know, I wonder about like big companies like that. I don't know that NFTs are on the roadmap. I haven't heard anything from them, but it feels like either collaboration or just straight up targeting those markets makes a ton of sense, you know, going forward for companies like yours. Yeah, we talked to a couple like of like the big gaming companies, like the public gaming companies like earlier this year. I don't even know how we ended up on their radar. Like one of our co-founders put a tweet thread and like some big guy from like a massive company hit us up. It's like, hey, can we like talk about NFTs? And a couple of other like really massive public companies we've spoke to as well. And this is just my opinion. They're all looking at it. I think their biggest hurdle is just legal. They're trying to figure out so unclear regulation, especially for like large public companies. So like, they're like, we want to get in, but we need to run it by our council or, you know, a hundred billion dollar company. So we have probably 200 lawyers. And I'm sure that's what it seemed to me. It was just like, they're just bogged down by bureaucracy. Mm -hmm. Like if they just like 
YOLO'd it. Like I think they all the big companies would be doing right. it already. Yeah. But they're just you know they public companies. They're regulated by mul- you know multiple different like different groups. So I think they're just uh, for the most part kind of hesitant. But some of them have been more like YOLO for lack of a better term than others. Like Twitter, you know, they did their NFTs, but they specifically made it so they won't get any royalties and that they would just sell it for a hundred bucks and that's it. Yeah. And then so they felt like that was like a safe bet when like Taco Bell did it and things like that. I think in like as more brands kind of dip their toes in, like more brands will feel more comfortable. But I think it's just legal at this point. Why not? They're not all in. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Legal bureaucracy, all of that. It's a bummer on one side because, you know, they have the resources to really make some waves and do some cool stuff. On the other side, it's interesting because you got everybody, you know, that can just like bootstrap it and yeah. actually make something happen and, and really disrupt the entire industry, which is pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we're probably going to have to run here soon. I know I know, we all got stuff to do at the conference here. We're, we're here in Miami. We didn't mention this to the, to the list. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're but, doing some amazing things, man. It's been great hearing from you. So many cool paths that, uh, that the company has taken already. And yeah. uh, I think it's going to really make some waves again going forward here. So we'll definitely want to keep it on everything you're doing. I know our listeners will want to as well. Awesome. Where should they go dude, to follow you in the company? I think our primary source of information is just our Twitter account, Nifty Lab. That's like kind of everything gets aggregated there. And from there, there's like spinoffs. You, we, we have multiple language channels on Telegram, like quite a few. I think we're in like six languages and the Discord as well. And we have a link tree on our Twitter that connects to like a medium, a YouTube, Instagram. So if you just go to our Twitter, that'll probably that'll get you started. Okay. Yeah. Right on, man. We'll definitely uh, check it out. So thanks again for exploring this amazing uh, company with us today. Thanks for having us, guys. Thanks, bro. We interrupt the Edge of NFT podcast to reveal one of the best kept secrets in the NFT space right now, the Koi Network. If you are a creator or a builder or an investor in groundbreaking projects, you need to dive into Koi ASAP. Why? Imagine a new internet where each time your posts get viewed on TikTok, Instagram, or Twitter, you earn rewards. Koi's revolutionary decentralized infrastructure scales this new internet to the whole globe, transforming attention into an asset and every creator into an earner, all without the expensive high-energy usage of old-school blockchains. Here is the best way to learn more and earn more by becoming a founding member of the growing Koi community. Go to edgeofnft.com slash Koi. That's edgeofnft.com slash K-O-I-I, two I's. There you can publish your first Koi NFTs for free and start earning Koi today. The new internet is coming. Don't you want to be valued on it? Hey there. Want to know which NFT mints are taking off? Would you like to know about them in real time while they're still taking off? What about tracking NFTs before they launch and seeing which ones are gathering a real Twitter following or boosting their discords? Which ones are hot and could take off like a rocket because so many people are excited for their launch? Mythia, a forthcoming NFT project themselves, have built both of these tools for you even before they've launched and it's free just because they're cool like that. Go to edgeofnft.com slash Mythia to find out more. That's M-Y-T-H-I-A. Find out any upcoming NFTs, Discord and Twitter growth trajectory and which mints are happening in real time so you can jump on if you see them taking off. Go to edgeofnft.com slash Mythia to find out more. M-Y-T-H-I-A. Yes, it's free. I'm heading there now myself. 
Hi, everyone. This is Josh with uh, co-host of Edge of NFT here with Ethan. We're out on a beautiful day overlooking the Seafair Mega Yacht, where uh, some of us will be boarding soon to have some fun with the Board Ape Yacht Club. Catching Shane right before his trip back to London. Shane, thanks for joining us today. Hope it was a good week for you. Would love your thoughts on how the week went and maybe just a little introduction about yourself and in the project. Absolutely. So I've been here the whole week, first to Central Miami, then um, Art Battle stuff. So it's been epic. I've been here with the rest of Oilerbeats team, essentially to spread the gospel of Oilerbeats. So we're on the verge of dropping our new release, our third drop, Futura, that is dropping Monday, 6th of December. So we're only a couple of days away from it now as we record. So yeah, I've been out and about talking to people like you all week to spread the gospel. Tell us a little bit about yourself and the project and how you got into the mix. Absolutely. So I am the product lead for Oilabits on the Trium team. Trium now being fully part of Consensus. I came on to team fairly recently in July, essentially to, to steer Futura through to realization. Most Oilabits fans will know we dropped two releases back in February, then March 2021, and they were, they were hugely successful. I was one of the OG community members for those drops at the time. So that, that's essentially how I came to be in the Oil Beats world and then kept with the project, kept close with the team, spotted an opportunity to come in and directly contribute. And that is my massive pleasure to be doing right now. So we've been working on Futura as a team for the best part of four months now, I would say, dedicated. And it's, I'm being truthful here, I'm an NFT degen through and through. With a proper British accent, nevertheless. New Zealand, even. (laughs) Futura is one of the deepest, most complex, most ambitious NFT projects that I've had a chance to be a part of, either as a contributor or a community member. So what we're doing is generative art, generative music, to a level that is beyond what we did back in February, March. We're trying to push the boundaries and create what we're describing as a roadmap for Euler Beats into the future that has genuine longevity. So some of the reasoning there is around, we can't just do continuous music and art drops where we ourselves are the artists. What we're doing with Futura is we are laying the groundwork for a platform, which we will intend to collaborate with artists, big and small, so that you as an artist can come to Euler Beats collaborate with us to do a generative music and art project utilizing the blockchain for royalties. Very cool. You've mentioned Euler Beats and Futura a couple of times. Can you just give a quick idea of what's the distinction between the two? Yeah. Euler Beats is is the brand. Futura is the name of the third drop. So Genesis and Enigma are the names of drops one and two. Futura is drop three. Beautiful. Thank you. We were just listening to a little interview, you know, that I think you've gotten a lot of miles out of with Mark Cuban, yeah. <laughs> where he, you know, he says the most genius project ever, which, wow, that's that's a great, yeah. great uh, quote, of course. And in it, he explains how he really enjoyed sort of bonding curve aspect and how there was not only math and science baked into the art and music, but also into how the price is going to change according to who's buying it and stuff like that. Can you just explain the kind of thought that was put into that and how those ideas were came up with? Absolutely. So it's definitely true to say we've gotten loads of mileage out of that quote from Mark. So appreciate you, Mark. Bonding curve mechanics were 
definitely one of the things, one of the major factors behind Eulabit's brand landing in the NFT marketplace back in February, March. It wasn't by any means, we weren't the first NFT project to put our NFTs for sale on a bonding curve, nor were we the first uh, project to be NFTs of generative music slash art. But the two in combination with the royalties mechanism that um, the bonding curve enabled for us was certainly, I'm pretty sure in saying we were the only project at the time to have all three of those things uh, running at the same time. So that's what made it novel. Bonding curve is an interesting one because bonding curve is not something that we are implementing for Futura. That was a, a purposeful decision on our part. Although we liked bonding curve for what it enabled back in Genesis and Enigma, and by that I mean this sort of arbitrage game where you buy a print, subsequent people buy prints, you are then able to sell your print for more than the price that you bought for it, that you bought it for. That's cool, but it's not all good in the sense that you can be a loser in that game. So if you buy a print at a high price and then others sell, you're sitting on an NFT which you can't get back the money that you paid, the ETH that you paid. So there's a balance to be struck in these commercial considerations. So that's something that we wanted to take into Futura. How could we still be novel? How could we still permit a sort of blockchain-based royalty scheme? How could we still be generative without necessarily, maybe you're editing, you can edit this, right? There are some challenges with the bonding curve that we purposely didn't want to have to tackle or sort of okay. create in the marketplace for Futura. Right. The focus of Futura is royalties for musicians, okay? okay? Not as a necessarily an arbitrage game for NFT collectors. Got it. So we want to promote scarcity for NFTs. That is something actually that bonding curve made difficult because if you look at secondary marketplace activity for Eulabets, keeping in mind we have this notion of OG LP originals and prints, prints being on bonding curve, there's next to no secondary activity for prints because they're on bonding curve. So again, there are trade-offs for Futura and for EB artists because these will be collaborations with real artists. The music won't be coming from ourselves. We certainly want to encourage secondary activity scarcity in the NFTs that are output. So for those reasons, bonding curves out. What kind of artists are you collaborating with now and in the future? I can't name names because it's secret, but we're certainly talking with many... Let's rough them up a little bit, Josh. Rough them up, yeah. <laughs> We're certainly talking with many musicians, both big and small, not necessarily all from electronic music, which you might expect given how oil beats have, have traditionally sounded and Futura indeed is more on the EDM techno house vibe. But it's really about, we want to collaborate with artists who are original and have something interesting to say. So I've been saying this all week. Certainly if you feel as an artist, as a music producer, as a musician, that you want to be involved in generative art, generative music, NFTs, get in touch with us. We're easy to find, oilbeats.com. We can have a sit down conversation and think about how we might deliver that for you in collaboration. 
Well, we certainly know some EDM artists and non-EDM artists that would be excited about collaborating. So yeah. we'll have to put them in touch. And are the doors like open and closed on various projects? Like is Futura closed? And then other future projects is what people would be reaching out about? The door is closed on Futura. It's literally just about to launch, but the door is very much open for our future drops, which we're describing will come under the broad umbrella of BB Artist, we're calling it. That will be the platform. And I'm browsing the website. You guys chose to do a metaverse in crypto voxels. I'm curious why you chose crypto voxels and what sort of plans you have for your metaverse and these really cool uh, headphones that get you access. Yeah, there are two crypto voxels headphone drops that we've done. One for one leading into Futura as our sort of mix pass concept. Those are out in the marketplace now, and and there are still some for sale if you want to grab them. And and this goes out ahead of Monday. But the first one back in um, August, September, where we did drop free headphones in CryptoVoxels, the concept for that was very much about utility for original Eulerbeats holders. This is an extension of bonding curve conversation because one thing that we are very mindful of is out of the box, by default, there's not a lot of utility for Eulerbeats print holders specifically, the game is very much in favor of OG LP owners. So since then, and this has been driving a lot of our thought for EB Artists and Futura, our thinking has been, how can we add value to those holders who are the people in the community that have been with us the longest? So CryptoVoxels wearable came about just from a conversation. What is something easy that we can do that we can deliver something that is cool looking, that might even have some value in the marketplace. That is what we did. It were, the cool feature was we implemented a um, what we describe as token-gated vending machine in CryptoVoxels, which I'm not sure had been done before, whereby you go to the vending machine in our parcel. If you happen to hold oil beats at the time, we would vend you these free headphones, which you could then use to access the building in the parcel. And that inside that building, it was just a very small thing. That was the first alpha of information on Futura leading into EB Artists. So that's where the thinking came from. That's not to say that that's the only utility or implementation or NFT drop that we would look to facilitate through CryptoVoxels or metaverses in general. We do have plans to run launch events in metaverse but that is down the track so it's very much a watch the space exciting yeah cool stuff we know you've got to get going soon and we really appreciate you squeezing us in before you run back to your home i think we've covered a little bit of this but we want to make sure before you go that we get information on how people can find out more and follow you and follow whatever you'd like to send them towards so why don't we take care of that get that out of the way yep oilerbeats.com e-u-l-e-r Beats.com. You can contact us there or follow us on at Eulerbeats on Twitter. Sounds great. Well, this was exciting and glad we could connect today. And obviously, there's a lot more we can dive into here and some upcoming news that uh, hopefully we can break those, break the scoop on uh, next time uh, you're around or uh, we can uh, connect virtually. So thanks for joining us, Shane. Really appreciate your time. Nice. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. That's it, guys. I think we've reached the outer limit at the edge of NFTs for today. So thanks for exploring with us. We've got space for more adventures on this starship. So invite your friends and recruit some cool strangers that will make this journey all so much better. How? Go to iTunes right now, rate us, say something awesome, and then go to edgeofnft.com to dive further down the rabbit hole.
And remember, we always invite you to co-create and build with us at Edge of NFT. We are unlocking a whole new way to connect and collaborate with us through our own NFT drops, Spirit Seeds, leading to the Living Tree NFTs, which light the way to our event, NFT LA, a one-of-a-kind, immersive, and unforgettable experience at LA Live in Los Angeles, March 28th to the 30th, 2022. Check it out at nftla.live. And move quick on our liberty tickets as they are selling out fast. Lastly, be sure to tune in next time for more great NFT content. Thanks again for sharing this time with us today. Hey, real quick, check this out. For those true fans who pay close attention to Edge of NFT, we're experimenting with some fun new rewards. You can get a free POAP NFT. That's a proof of participation NFT from us by going to our Discord, edgeofnft.com Discord, and reaching engagement level 6 by January 31. Log on now and get started. Go to edgeofnft.com Discord. Jump in, have fun, learn something, and get your free POAP NFT. There's only 50. Also, if you're the first to get one, we'll give you a shout out on the podcast. The views and opinions expressed on the Edge of NFT podcast reflect solely those views and opinions of the show creators and its guests. We're learning as we go, just like you. Please make sure to do your own research. Our podcast is not financial advice. There are multiple strategies and not all strategies fit all people. You understand that you are using any and all information available on or through this podcast at your own risk.